This is Bo Buchanan, Arizona Lodge Number 2, and I'm here speaking on the level with John Elmshaw. John, I usually like to ask people to start out by giving me your full name, the name of your home blue lodge, and any offices or titles you might have connected to that lodge. My name is John Elmshaw, A-L-A-M-S-H-A-W. I am a uh, Freemason with the Paradise Valley Silver Trial Number 29, and uh, I am a trustee at that lodge, and this is my third year as a trustee. Wow, okay. And where were you, when and where were you raised as a Mason? I was raised at uh, Paradise Valley Civil Trial 29, um, two and a half years ago. Two and a half years ago. And short, so it must have been shortly after that I met you when we were both going through Scottish Rite. And that was pretty new for me, and it sounds like it was pretty new for you as well. That's correct. It was about a year after um, I got raised that I came over to Scottish Rite. And are you a member of any other uh, Masonic organizations? Nope. Nope. Okay. Do you remember the first time you heard of this thing called Freemasonry? I probably heard about it as a kid because of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and other um, notable people that are Freemasons. Uh, and I have a cousin that is a Freemason. His father was a Freemason. His grandfather was a Freemason. My cousin uh, also belongs to Scottish Rite and uh, is a Shriner clown, has been clowning for many, many years. And I'm going back to Chicago in June where he's going to be uh, initiated as the Master of the Lodge in Skokie. Oh, cool. Wow. One of my great-grandfathers was in uh, the shrine in Chicago somewhere. I don't know. Burbs, I don't know where he is. I'm still researching that. So you, when did you move? So you're from, where are you from? I'm from Chicago, born and raised in Chicago, where my cousin is. Okay. And... Um, I was there till I was 26, and then I moved to Las Vegas, and I was in Vegas for about 30 years, and then I came over to Phoenix and uh, been here for the last several years. So what was it, you know, finally your time in Phoenix, you ended up in Phoenix, what was it about that time in your life that it became a, the time for you to join Masonry? Well, I felt that I had enough time to join Masonry. I think that uh, it's important to get involved and um, I wanted to get involved, and it was the first time in my life, uh, being retired or semi-retired, that I actually had the time to get involved, to go through the degrees and learn what masonry was all about, and uh, then eventually get involved with Scottish Rite, and uh, ended up doing now coordinating the uh, St. Vincent Serving Program for Scottish Rite. Oh, and did you take that over from, uh, who was doing that before? Uh, Dave Knox was doing Dave it, Knox was doing and it. Uh, most of the guys are older now, and we're trying to get younger people. It's funny, they say younger people at 60. We like the younger people to get there. I'm 60, and <laughs> they call me younger. So uh, I'm the kid. And uh, David has been doing it many years, and he's, I believe, 82 or 84 years old. Oh, my and, goodness. And uh, a lot of those guys are in their 80s, and we have one guy that's 92 years old that's serving. Uh, he's, it's, it's tremendous uh, what they do there. So they asked me if uh, i like to uh, do the coordinating for it. And uh, I said I would, so as of January, this last January, I became the coordinator for the uh, serving program at St. Vincent's for Scottish Rite. So how did you, how did you get, in, well, let me back up, we'll get back to that, because that was one of the things I wanted to ask you about. But I guess when looking at your time in Arizona when you decided to join, was there anything, was there an impetus that caused you to say, okay, I'm going to start looking into this now? Well, being a police officer for 20 year, 27 years, uh, even before that, I was in a fraternity, so I like the camaraderie of people. 
Okay. So then I became a police officer, and I was a police officer for 27 years, and I'm used to camaraderie uh, with other uh, men. So I came out here, I was semi-retired, uh, I didn't know a lot of people, and uh, I saw, my cousin asked me again if I would like to uh, get involved in Freemasonry, and finally I said yes, because he had asked me many, many, many times, but I was just never ready to do it, and all of a sudden I was ready to do it. I was at a time in my life where I was single, and uh, working uh, only part-time and uh, wanted to get together with other men with uh, similar values and that's when I decided to go through. And how did you end up at PBST? I had gone to, I actually called uh, the lodge in Scottsdale, on Thomas and Scottsdale and spoke to somebody there and uh, was going to go down there but in the meantime my cousin had contacted somebody that he knew here that's a clown and uh, they hooked me up with a gentleman by uh, in our in uh, PBST, uh, Doug Fry. Doug Fry uh, met me at a Starbucks. We spent maybe two hours there. We talked about it, and um, then eventually I went over to PBST. And he wasn't there the first time I went, but he came back again. Uh, he came to the lodge and introduced me to everybody, and that's how I got involved. And uh, basically, I had to wait six months because I didn't know anybody in Arizona that was a Freemason, so I waited the six months and then I started my degree program and it took me about three to three and a half uh, months to get my three degrees. That's a good story. So you, you clicked with the guys, you stayed at PBST, mm-hmm. and so a year, a year after that you, you went into the Scottish Rite, mm-hmm. and then how soon after that did you start getting involved in the uh, St. Vincent de Paul lunch program? Probably within six months, I think, maybe less. Uh, I had heard that they were serving and I always wanted to do that. I always wanted to serve somewhere and I always thought about doing it at Thanksgiving. Uh, and then I obviously found out that Scottish Rite was doing it. So I decided to go down and uh, uh, Marie uh, came with me and we started going down every uh, twice a month on Thursdays. It's uh, the second and fourth Thursday of every month. I enjoyed doing it and spent, I think, almost a year doing it before I was asked that, uh, to start coordinating it. And what is it? Why do you, why, what's the draw there for you? Why do you keep doing it? Why, do you, why are you getting more involved, do you think? Well, you know, it's time to give back. I've been a pretty fortunate person. Um, I'm in a position in my life where I have healthy kids and grandkids. Um, I have a great uh, lady in my life, and I work basically when I want to. So it gives me an opportunity to, to go out and do something for other people. And I think going down there to serve people that are less fortunate than us, um, it just seemed like the right thing to do for me. Did you know a lot about Scottish Rite before you got involved in it? Well, John Amadon is a member of our lodge. And uh, John had spoke to us as a group on several occasions about Scottish Rite. And I didn't want to get into it until... I felt I was comfortable in the lodge, um, and I was trustee at the lodge, like I say, it was three years now, and uh, I did some, I was in charge of the fundraising for PBST for a couple years, and um, now I decided to give a little bit more time to Scottish Rite, and this program came along. I also uh, coordinated the bell ringing for the Walmart at 19th Avenue Bell um, for Salvation Army at Christmas time, and... Uh, for the last two years, I've also gone down and uh, helped decorate the uh, Christmas tree for the Phoenix Children's Hospital. Yeah, they all do the ornaments. Yes. Right. Okay, that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. So, what is it that uh, 
you've touched on a couple of things here, I guess, but I want to get a little deeper. Like, what is it that your, your involvement in masonry is growing? Obviously, you're doing more and more. What is it that keeps your interest and keeps you saying, I want to give back, I want to participate? Why masonry? Why not something else? Well, I consider myself a pretty religious person, and um, I believe that uh, I've been fortunate in my life uh, through the grace of God, so I need to give back to others that are less fortunate. Can you think of a, a, a time or an event or a memory that really stands out to you so far in your, uh, even though it's a short few years, it's actually around the same time that I've been in. Mm -hmm. uh, can you think of something that stands out that is a really good or interesting memory or something you want to share? As far as the Scottish Rite? Well, Scottish Rite or Masonry in general. Well, what I see particularly with Scottish Rite is a, a group of men with great values, getting together um, without conflict, uh, trying to do some special things in the community. And I think that's what keeps drawing me back to Scottish Rite. Um, and like I say, I like to get involved in things. I don't want to be overloaded, but this thing with uh, uh, St. Vincent seems to be something that I really enjoy doing. And You're I, passionate about Yeah, and I like the guys that are doing it too. That's another thing. The guys that come down there every two weeks, I mean, these guys are older guys and some of them have to sit down to hand out the spoons or the, the forks or butter or whatever it is, but they're down there every two weeks and I'm telling you, it's, it's an amazing thing to see those kind of gentlemen doing what they do for other people and it makes me want to be the same kind of person. Can you think of, t talking about the kind of person, one of the things I think about when I get in masonry is I always think of my grandfather, and I, I didn't really know him, but I knew what kind of man he was. And uh, I'm always curious that if there are men in masonry that stand out to, to you or to brothers that embody the ideal of what we think of as Freemasonry have really made a big impact on you. Can you think of anyone? Well, I can say my cousin. Um, he's been in masonry for I think 35 years and uh, we're pretty close and I hear of all the things that he's done over the years and and how he's uh, gone to the, the hospitals to do his clowning and and uh, all the time that he's given in his life so uh, you know I'd like to be like that also you want to be do you see yourself getting into clowning or something like that in the shrine or? no at one point I thought maybe I would get into the shrine and do the motorcycle unit the police motorcycle unit but mm -hmm. uh, I decided not to do that. I, I, you only have so much time in your life, and uh, working still part time a little bit, and having grandkids and children, and um, I only have so much time to give to the lodge and the Scottish Rite. And so, right now, I prefer just to stay with the two. Um, and if I get more time at some point, maybe I'll do more, but I feel comfortable doing what I'm doing right now with uh, PBST and, and Scottish Rite. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize there's a lot of different facets to masonry, and you could spend all day every day <laughs> doing events and charity work and whatever connected to different parts of masonry, so there's a lot of pieces to it. Yeah, one, uh, one particular uh, 33rd degree told me recently that I need to stop spreading myself so thin and uh, sometimes say no. So uh, when that time comes, I guess I'll do that. But right now I, I'm, I'm in a position, I'm fortunate enough to be able to give up my time and, and I think that's what we need to do in life.
if we've been fortunate. Any, any funny stories uh, you can think of or interesting uh, uh, a- uh, anecdotes that have happened to you since you've been in? Or? Well, I, I, one of the funnier things, I mean, a lot of things happen at uh, St. Vincent's when we're serving because you have all sorts of kind of people. You have people that are just down on their luck. You have people that uh, are mentally ill. Um, you have people there for a lot of different reasons. But because you go so often, there are people that ask you about masonry and actually know something about it. Uh, there are people now that know you by name. So as they're walking in, they're saying, hey, John, how you doing? And it's, it's a pretty neat feeling. Tell me a little bit about, can you summarize what that program is? What, what do you guys do? What's the Scottish Rite do at St. Vincent? Well, we have, right now we have anywhere from 12 to 18 people that go down on uh, Thursdays. It's the second or fourth Thursday of every month. Um, some guys get there around 9.30. Some, most get there around 10. We serve at 11. And between 9.30 and 11, we are filling the tables with um, pitchers of water, uh, different types of juice, uh, getting the cups, forks, everything set up, and then getting the food, uh, assisting and helping to get the food set up in the different trays. And sometimes there's not enough people down there, so we'll actually be ser- in the serving line serving. Besides um, cleaning up, we also do clean up there. Uh, we're cleaning the floors, we're cleaning the spills, we're helping the handicapped that uh, can't stand up and get in line and get their own food. We, uh, we have a couple of people at the front door that we take their bags from them and put them in little uh, cubby holes so they don't have to worry about their bags. Um, then they come through the line and they, they wash their hands and then they stand in line and we have two of our um, uh, Scottish Rite Masons that actually hand the trays to the individuals after the food has been put into the trays. And then they walk through another line and they get their forks, they get their napkins, they get their butter, they get their cups. And uh, then they go sit down and you know at the tables where all the the uh, liquid refreshment is. How, how many people do you serve on a typical Thursday? It depends uh, what time <clears throat> of the month. If it's the beginning of the month, we'll serve uh, less people because uh, I think people have more money the checks mm, that they get. Interesting. And at the end of the month, we seem to have more people. So generally, from six to nine hundred, sometimes nine fifty. Wow! In a day for one meal. For one meal for lunch. Wow. And do they serve multiple meals down there? They they serve um, breakfast and lunch, I believe. Breakfast and then lunch. there's another location nearby that they uh, serve dinner and different meals on the weekends. So pre- people are pretty anxious to get in there. Um, come 11 o'clock, there's a lot of people in line. Hungry, ready to eat. Hungry and ready to eat. And they can uh, eat as much as they want. They just have to keep going through the line. Yeah, that's a really nice part. They, can, they always go back for seconds and they're yeah. welcome to. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, any any parting thoughts or anything else you'd like to say to people about uh, masonry or Scottish Rite or anything in general? Well, I think uh, being a Scottish Rite Mason or just a Mason in general, you see you have a tendency to be in a position to see the good of people. And the reason I say that is because if you're down there at, say, the Phoenix Children's Hospital, you see other people uh, creating treats for the kids and putting gifts on them. So you see good in other people. If you're down at uh, the uh, St. Vincent's, you see good in other people by other volunteers from other organizations that come down there uh, and also help serve. And um, even you see the good of people when we're at uh, ringing bells for Salvation Army because 
some of the areas you put in you, that they put us at are not well to do areas and you see people that are probably poor themselves putting money in for other people so you have a tendency to see the good in people by being a mason besides doing good yeah i've noticed that the people who don't have still giving that's pretty special mm -hmm. all right well thanks for talking to me john today i appreciate right. it you're welcome